What is going on, everybody? This is, again, another episode of Two Drinking Dads, One Drunk. But we are uh, we're down to just the two of us today. Uh, we're going to be out. Chet. Chet's gone. Brett. Uh, he, we're down a dad. <laughs> we're down a dad. <laughs> he'll be back. He'll be back. Uh, just sitting, sitting this one out. Uh, wasn't feeling too good. He'll, he'll be ready to go rock and roll next week. Uh, but, again, thanks for tuning in. Uh, we always have a blast doing this. With me, as always, Addison Shumagala. Uh, and this is going to be a fun ride, and uh, here we go. I'll... Thanks, Mike. Uh, it's good to be back. Um, it's been a it's been an interesting day, uh, kind of a blurry weekend, but um, fun times. Anyways, uh, so yeah, let's um, let's talk <laughs> blurry, football first. Blurry isn't you don't remember or like. <laughs> well, you know it's snowing now, so there's that, and you know how it is driving in snow. You can't really see anything, so you just hope for the best. Okay, <laughs> yeah, we got we got some things to cover in the sports world, and then we'll just uh, we'll kind of open it up after that. Uh, I'm excited about today's episode. Me too, me too. We got a lot of life topics coming up. Yeah, yeah. Um, OBJ went to the Rams. Uh, I know that's kind of late news, uh, but we didn't get to talk about it last week because uh, it was just kind of up in the air where he was gonna you know go, where he was gonna land, and it, it, he hadn't even been released yet. I don't think on last episode, so. Uh, in this episode, what I'm, as far as him landing on the Rams, dude, they are all in. They are. They, they are, man. <laughs> they are all in. I, I don't even, uh, they're not even thinking about the future at this point, I don't think. Because the, I, don't, I don't even know how many draft picks they have. I think maybe three. Two. Two. They have the fifth and the seventh round pick for this year's draft. Yeah, they don't care at all about next season. It's, no. it's all or nothing this season right now. So with that, I feel like the Rams are, I think they got the blinders on a little bit. You know, I think that they're, I think they're, they're driving past what their headlights can see. Yeah. Oh, no, I, I don't get or, me wrong. Excuse yeah. me, driving faster than what their headlights can see. Yeah, you know I got what, I mean? what you meant. Yeah, they're putting the, they're putting the cart before the horse in a way, you know. Like, oh, yeah. And, yeah. and it's like, <laughs> yeah. hold on. Like, I get it, but I feel like you're rushing into failure here. And I, I'm no, I'm no genius when it comes to this. I mean, I even, I even struggle being a GM in, uh, in Madden, but, uh. <laughs> but how can they afford all these guys? That's I know, right? That was my thought too. I was like, where do they get the money to sign or not sign? But basically, like, you know, when the guys come over, they got to pay the rest of their contract off of the trades, and then not only that, but like that extra income or or, or not income, but salary cap to pay like these these players that come off of waivers or are free agents, and it's just like I just I don't understand. I don't know where they get the money for this, but it's just amazing. Right. I, I, me too. I, I mean, I, I just don't understand, like I said. But, you know, some of them, uh, they might even not have to get paid right away. Uh, so I don't know whatever, how everyone's contract's written up, you know. So maybe, maybe there's some genius behind it that we just don't know. I mean, I'm sure they can't hold on to everybody uh, in the right, next few yeah. seasons. So. Yeah. And, I, I mean, I don't know, like, and same thing, I'm not too familiar with their contract lengths or who's got what left, but... You're but right. There's going to come a time where people are going to want to get paid again, and like you said, they're, they're, there's no way they're going to be able to you know, hold on to everybody. But you did say that OBJ's uh, was actually uh, team-friendly, right? Uh, yeah, actually, yeah, I looked it up. His, uh, his contract was one year for uh, 4.25 mil. Oh, okay. Yeah, so, so I mean, that's, yeah, that's fine. I mean, that, 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 that shouldn't hurt too bad. Uh, and I, like I said, I told you it would be kind of like that because when you get kind of let go from your team – this point in the season, <laughs> uh, it's, I just don't think it's a good look no matter what. Yeah, I know. And it drives me nuts because it's like, what? 
don't know. I just feel like the players have way too much power. I feel like they, if they have the ability to dictate, like, who gets who in the NFL, it's like, okay, well, like, really? You like, know, well, you know what? That brings me to the next thing, too, is that, like, okay, well, think about this. You know, what if he would have got picked up by the Lions or the Jets? Or, like, if, what, if he would, what if OBJ would have got picked up on waivers? Like, and then what, what, would, he have, what would he have done then? Would, I, would he have played? You're, I don't know. You're right. Like, because I, I, I want to say that the biggest reason why he wanted off, off Cleveland is because A, he, wasn't, he didn't feel like he was getting targeted as much as he wanted to. And B, because they, he doesn't, I, don't, I guess he didn't believe that they had a chance at, at getting a ring this year. Which, I mean, I, don't quote me on that because I don't know for sure if that's what it really was. I'm just, I, don't that's think just it really, I don't think it necessarily has anything to do about getting the ring. I think the, I could see where he's getting frustrated because there are times you can look uh, at plays where he is open and Baker Mayfield is not seeing him, and I don't know whether he's not seeing him or if he's just not throwing to him. And that's just, who knows? Well, I mean, if he's open and I'm Baker, I better be throwing OBJ. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's, that's, that's what I mean. Like, I just don't get why, uh, how this even happened, really. I don't, I don't either. And it's, it was strange to me, but and that's, and that's another reason, excuse me, that's another problem that I have, too, with the whole system. It's like, well, okay, so a player is released this late into the season, right? Clears waivers, which, like you said, is probably another system that needs to be worked on. Um, and then now ends up on a team who looks like they're building a superstar roster. And and then, out of nowhere, Robert Woods goes down with an ACL injury. I feel like he was premeditated. Right? I feel like he, was, right? he was attacked. <laughs> I think OBJ showed up with a bat and just busted his knee. He was like, yeah. I'm number two. Uh, yeah. Actually, I'm number one. Uh, Cooper's yeah. next. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so all of a sudden, they all start going down. <laughs> What's better? Than, what's better than one target? All the targets. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, but it, yeah. But anyways, though, but still, it's like I feel like I feel like if a player gets released from his team after the trade deadline, then they should have to sit out the rest of the season. Yeah, I mean, it's just I I, I do get frustrated with it because I feel like if you if you get picked up on waiver wire, I just feel like that, that there's there's rules that are put in for a reason, and it's so that to avoid. Being able to just put all the all stars on just one team, right? But I feel and like these players have found the loophole. It does kind of seem that way. you know, like, and this isn't the first time we've seen this. Like other teams, or excuse me, other players have done this to other teams. Like uh, Le'Veon Bell is a good example with the Steelers. He didn't like what I don't know. He didn't like a situation at the time, so he decided he didn't even want to play a whole season. Sat out a whole season, and then gets picked up in free agency, I believe it was, to Kansas City. I also don't like when they're able to retire, and then when they if they come out of retirement, it almost seems like they get to pick where they want to go. Well, yeah, because they're a free agent. It's or, it's like it's it's another loophole. But that's only if they allow. But I mean, I think that I think the team is still allowed to hang on to their contract rights if they retire. Uh, I don't know how that all works. I don't either. Um, like, well, I know with Gronk's situation, he retired at what twenty eight, came back when he's thirty thirty one. Yeah, something like that. So maybe he had to wait out his contract details. I don't know, but right. But it was like clearly he didn't want to come play for the Patriots again, so he just purposely retired. Well, he is from Buffalo, so I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. Um, maybe he's a Bills fan deep down. <laughs> no, I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so. Either. I don't think so. Well, I, don't, I mean, he maybe he is, but you know, he's a pro athlete. He probably doesn't care. I think he respects the Bills now, but I think you know when he was playing with the Patriots, he kind of. I, I think that every game. 
with the Bills was always chippy, and I think it always left a bad taste in each other's mouth a lot. Yeah, like, I mean, I, yeah probably. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure that there's plenty of people that are like plenty of Bills and Patriots that are friends, like outside of football. Oh yeah, for sure. But like, I just feel like there's a bad taste in each other's mouth every time. Yeah, I agree. But speaking, speaking of bad taste in people's mouths, though, how Cam Cam back to the Panthers? <laughs> I think it's a bad taste in the Cardinals' mouth right now. <laughs> yeah, that's true. They got they got thrashed. It was thirty-four to ten was the final for that game. But it's not it's not like they were playing the actual Cardinals though. But, that's true. That's true. They were without Kyler Murray and DeAndre Hopkins today. So, but it, you know, those are two huge losses. Right. It, 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 it definitely. And you know, I mean, obviously it showed. So, oh, yeah. uh, but it was kind of cool to see Cam back in a Panthers uniform. It was kind of funny. Uh, a little, a little strange. Uh, and then I, I, I saw that meme. Oh man! Because like, the, oh, the, yeah, yeah, the yeah. Panthers are still pay, paying Teddy Bridgewater, and they're paying Sam Darnold, who's on the team now. And then you got Cam, who came back. And so it's like they paid his replacement to replace the replacement with the replacement, and now they're paying Cam to replace his <laughs> to original, replace or to his, replace his replacements <laughs> to replace his replacements. <laughs> it's like what? <laughs> it's just like the worst transactions in, in NFL history. Like, then why'd you get rid of him in the first place? <laughs> I, I feel like Cam's situation is like Carolina is kind of like the girl that's like, no, I don't like you anymore. And he's like, alright, whatever, fine. And he leaves, and then she comes crawling back to him. She sees him again at three, mo- three months, uh, three, yeah, three years later in the grocery store. And like, <laughs> you know, <laughs> we had something good. <laughs> yeah, and he's like, alright, whatever. <laughs> sure. Come back. Sure. <laughs> I got nothing going on. <laughs> we'll call that a, we'll call that a, a disgruntled marriage. But I mean, hey, they they're they're back in a relationship together. So yep. I guess good for them. We'll see what happens. But looks like you picked up right where you left off. Honestly, yeah, yeah. They, they like you said, they did very well against uh, the Cardinals. Um, I guess we'll have to wait and see if that success continues. Yeah, because like you sure. said, they didn't play the real Cardinals. No, they didn't. But it, it's still a weird season, man. It's just. Weirdest. It's the weirdest season, it is weird season. I, I've watched in a long time. Just a lot of upsets. A lot of them. Speaking of upsets, uh, Miami Dolphins beating the Ravens on Thursday. That was crazy. Oh, my God. What a game. <laughs> yeah, we watched that. That was crazy. That was, um, I, I was not expecting that. I was no, really, I wasn't either. I was expecting the, the Ravens to just take it to them like they've done so far with teams that are inferior to them. And, and I feel like Miami showed up and, and threw the first punch, and ever since then it was like, whoa. <laughs> Well, they, they really had a great defensive game plan. Like, seriously. They like, did, they yeah. had They had... They shut Hollywood Brown down completely. They, they had an answer for everything the Ravens were trying to do. Yeah. And, Lamar, and Lamar couldn't even really run. No, well, that's what I mean. That's, they, they were ready for that. They were yes. ready for that. And they had a lot of takeaways. A lot. They did have a lot of takeaways. The Ravens were very sloppy with football that day. Yeah. I, I'm wondering if the Ravens showed up to that game kind of writing Miami off like most teams do. Hey, the Bills did it against the Jaguars. That's yeah. Exactly what, that's exactly what happened. Yeah, we, we, don't, we don't need to talk about that. I know. Well, it's yeah. so painful. <laughs> hey, they won today by a lot. Yeah, which, yeah, we'll get into it in a second. But, <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I was, I was really impressed with the way Miami handled the Ravens. And I was really happy to see Baltimore lose because that favors us closer to that number one seed. Or, yeah. excuse me, favors the Bills closer to that number one season. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and, and I, I agree with that. I, I mean, I, I'm fine with Miami going on a decent little run and playing upset, you know, the rest of the season. If they can take off some teams that'll, that'll help it out, help, help the Bills out oh, yeah. uh, going forward, hey, I'm all for it. Yeah. Like, hey, if you, you want to keep beating good teams, <laughs> please yeah, do. We'll, we'll please, do. Please do. I'll take it. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'll the, the Bills it. would love to see you do that. Yeah. We, we already know. They're not beating. They're not beating Buffalo, and they're not taking Buffalo's spot at number one in the AFC East. 
So. Right. No, they're not. Um, it, it, I mean, what? They would have to, I think they'd have to win out. And not only that, they still wouldn't be able to take the, still wouldn't be able to take the number one seed. They, no, I don't. They'd be I think they'd just be, barely squeaking into the wild card. Yeah, winning out, they would be 10 and 7. So it's like, maybe? Which is such a funny number. I'm so, I'm not used to that extra game. I know, it is. Like, I, I had to think about it for a second before I said it too, but. Yeah, 17 weeks now. It's interesting. Or 17 games now, excuse me. It's interesting. But, yeah. uh, you want to hear the best sound in the world? Yes, I do. Oh, <laughs> chills. General <laughs> chills. <laughs> it's, 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 uh, it's, a, it's number one, and a closer runner up is the shout song. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> if you don't know, you should know. Look it up. <laughs> yeah, I think the if saying. If you don't is, know, raise your standards. I, I, yeah, I think the <laughs> saying is, if you don't know, now you know. But, but for me, it's like if you don't know, I don't want to talk to you. Because <laughs> <laughs> the bills make me want to shout. Okay. Anyways, hey, speaking hey, of the bills, <laughs> let's talk about that game today. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, you know, it, it started out once again slow, uh, which. Uh, you know, well, I mean, it was it was kind of slow, but it was definitely faster than we've seen since before the bye week. Much better, yeah, yeah. I, I did like that. Josh was able to march right down the field, you know, and punch in a touchdown on the very first drive that they had the football. Yeah, it was immediate confidence boost for the rest of the game. Immediate, and then, you know, not only that, the the defense three and out, you know, on the first drive, and it, I was like, whoa, like they the defense came to play, and they did. Uh, yeah. They they showed up all game long. They had a lot of takeaways. A lot. I think Mike White threw four or five interceptions. Was it was at it? least four. Was it that many? I think it's only four. Three. No, it's three. It's three. He threw one to Taron Johnson, yep. one to Levi Wallace, yep. one to Trey White. Yeah. And then there's a fumble. Oh, yeah, that's right. Micah High got a fumble. He caused the fumble and then recovered it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, listen, that's, that's when you – listen, as a defensive player, there's no better feeling. <laughs> oh, <laughs> to, I know. Not to, not to just cause the fumble, but to get your own fumble. Like, yes. you, you cause the fumble and you're like, oh, you know what? I might as well pick that up while I'm at. <laughs> yeah, like, thank you for this ball. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You may leave now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, no, it was, it was the defense showed up to play. I mean, granted, it's the Jets, and we've talked about this a couple times already on the show, previous episodes, and the Jets are bad. If not, yeah. they're, they're probably, if not the worst team in the NFL, well, one of the top three worst teams. The only thing I was worried about, though, was that they beat the Titans, they beat the Bengals, and the reason why they beat both those teams is their defense Showed up. They, yes, they actually, they've got talent on the defense. They do. And the fact that they beat the Bengals, it was like, okay, you know, I guess I could see that because the, the Bengals are good, but, you know, they're still like a newly good team. Like, they still got a lot of young players. Right. It's like, okay. But then when they beat the Titans, it was like, uh-oh. Yeah. The Titans beat us. <laughs> right. Yeah, I know. And, and that's, that's what I mean. Like, they, <laughs> they're, just, they're just a weird team. They are a weird team. But you know what? It's been a weird season, like you already said. Right. Yeah, exactly. There's been a lot of upsets that nobody expected to happen. There's been a lot of blowouts that nobody – like this week especially, there was a lot of blowout games. Like Panthers blew out the Cardinals, which got a different situation, but still, blowout. Bills blow out the Jets, which we all kind of hoped and expected. And thank God it happened because we needed this big win. Um, But – do you think they're called blowouts because, like, back in the day when you blew out a candle, the room started stinking again? I don't know. That's a good question. <laughs> I don't know if I want to go down that rabbit hole, though. No, I don't. We're not going to look that up. Yeah, you know what? I'm, yep. Just leave it at that. <laughs> but, uh, and in a way, I kind of consider Miami's, Miami beating the Ravens a blowout because they beat them. Like, it was 22 to 10, but more of an upset. I would call that an upset. Oh, well, it, it is an upset, but I think for my, that caliber team, 
I, yeah, I, guess, I would consider it a blowout. I because guess, and then for them to put that amount of point up, points up on, their, on, on the Ravens. Without letting them get more than 10. I still can't agree with you. I'm going to go with an upset on that. All right. It's definitely an upset. <laughs> but, I mean, again, props to Miami. Good job. But, yes. uh, but yeah, I know. So I'm hoping, I'm hoping that the big win today for the Bills will carry over into the rest of the season. The Colts. That's who is coming up. Yes, now. that's yes, and, and that's you. not. I don't think that's gonna be a fun game. I well, the Colts. The Colts was another one of the blowout games today. Well, they won. Yeah, by a lot. Yeah, I know. Well, they're they're good. They beat the Jaguars, but I know, and, and the Jaguars Jonathan, beat the Bills. Jonathan Taylor's dangerous, man. Well, I'll tell you this. So I knew exactly how they were gonna come in there, right? So I, I've watched the Colts quite a bit actually, and I watched how they beat the Jets. They did a very similar fashion, where. They run. They're a very balanced offense. They'll run Taylor a lot, and then when Taylor, when you finally stop Taylor, then they'll start hitting you with some play action, some some quick routes. Uh, I, I think they're missing some Ty Hilton right now, but yeah. But but, um, but Wentz is still making it work with who he's got, and if he can stay healthy, I think he's a solid replacement for Rivers. I think if I don't, I don't think it's just staying healthy though. I think if it's staying healthy and staying hot. Because right now I he think can he's go on a bit streak. of a he can go on a bit of a cold streak, you know. Right. But, but you're starting to see a lot more of Wentz that like he was he had been in Philadelphia in the beginning. That is true. Yes. You, and because I think he had a slow start, obviously, with the record that the Colts have at, at four and five. Now. Well, it's not easy with a brand new team either. No, it's not, and there's a lot to learn. Plus, you gotta, you're coming off injury, and you got a lot of guys that don't know you very well, so, so or maybe have a bad attitude about you because of the way you left Philadelphia. So you you got yeah, and so you got some things to overcome there, you know. Right. And so you get, he's got to prove himself, which I, I think he has. I, I I think he's definitely headed in the right headed direction. In the right, yes, thank you. you yeah. Took the words right out of my mouth. But uh, but yeah no so I, I think you're right I think next week it's going to be a very interesting game should be a very similar matchup like it was in the playoffs honestly yeah. I, I, I kind of a slugfest but I mean I know for a fact the Bills are still favored to win well I, I think this is going to be a very defensive game I think the Colts have a solid defense themselves I mean Leonard is is and of course Buckner's pretty good too. they're both pretty good so. and so I mean they got some studs over there they do and and the Colts the Bills. The one thing that the Bills cannot do is they cannot take the Colts lightly. They need to come into this game thinking that the Colts are the Kansas City Chiefs. Well, yeah, I, I think I think I think they've gotten past that. I, I think hope they I, you you would hope you'd learn your lesson yeah. after the Jaguars game. Yeah, which again, blowout win today definitely helps. But the no. only thing that I don't like about the blowout win is I don't want them to be overconfident going into next week. I agree, um, but I, I will say one thing I loved about the blowout win. It was nice to see him having fun. Oh, and yeah. And then not only that, <laughs> Stefan Diggs just, like, just carving yeah, them up. He had a big I, game. Like, it, wasn't just, it wasn't just, like, a big game. It was, like, try and cover me. Yeah. Try. Put anybody on yeah. me. I'm going to beat him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, like, and there was times where I love how he had that amazing catch, but he was out of bounds. Yeah. And so then they just go right back to him. Yeah. <laughs> the exact same play, the exact same throw. To the exact same player. Yeah. And it was basically the same catch, too. Yeah. He, he just, caught it. He basically turned his shoulders as he's falling backwards, made the catch, and fell, on his, and and fell down out and slid out of bounds. But this time, he made sure he was in bounds. Yes. <laughs> and, then, and Josh put him in a little better spot. Yeah. Josh was like, okay, fine. We'll do it again. <laughs> You're going to put single coverage over again? Okay, fine. We'll just do the same play. <laughs> it, was, it was awesome. And I, I think even the announcers were like, on the same play, back to Diggs, touchdown. I was yeah. like... <laughs> 
and, and I then love, he's like, the Jets cannot handle this man today. No, and I love that it was like it was right before the half too. So I, I love how what the Bills displayed was if you're going to give Josh Allen like you that should have been a statement made there too to the rest of the NFL, which is kind of it might be a little scary going forward, uh, like to see how people handle things uh, going forward is uh, try to leave nothing on the clock because knowing that Josh can just mark right down the field. I mean, it, it took him, what, like two, two, three plays to get into scoring, like into the well, red zone? Well, and then, yeah, but the, they also had like the big 57-yard pass to digs too right before. That's so. what I'm trying to say. It yeah. only took like two, three plays to get down there. Right. You know, so and, and with, the, with Josh having an arm like that and you know that his accuracy has gotten better and he has the ability to mark right down the field, don't give him a full minute. They should, have, they should have tried slowing things down a little bit before they gave it back to him. I agree. And you're right. Like, I definitely liked to see that, but, and it was awesome to know that, like, yeah, give him 30 seconds. So march down in 15 and score. Yeah, you're like, okay. You got, you're going to lose, you're gonna, you're gonna, yeah, you're gonna lose some time on the clock? Okay, well, we can score in that time. We, watch, watch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hold my beer. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, yeah. but, but one of my favorite things. Hold my beer, coach. I gotta go in. <laughs> one of my favorite things about the about the uh, the upset blowout victory over the Jets today is all of the trash talking that Mike White was doing coming into the game and thinking he should have. I should have been a number one draft. Yeah, pick. he's like, I personally, I think I should have been the number one overall draft pick. And I'm like, I almost called him out on Twitter, but I I, I did. I still can if I want to, but yeah, I, I you know just, he ain't gonna care even if I do, so it doesn't matter. But. I was, but it was Listen, still funny. I was like, "Yeah, number one the, overall, huh?" The, the Bills, the Bills did it for you. That's true. They did. They <laughs> shut him right up. Uh, some people were trying to say that Trey White. Uh, so, so I'm not gonna, I'm gonna name any names, but like someone was trying to say that Trey White uh, is not athletic. I'm sorry, what? Yeah, uh, and I almost was like, "What?" He's a cornerback, right? Well, I, it just isn't doesn't have like the athletic ability that you're looking for. But I was like, "Are you kidding me?" On that interception, they said that they said he threw it right to him. He didn't mean to throw it right to him. No. <laughs> Listen, you should see, if you watch that over again, Trey White's not even supposed to be covering that guy. He's supposed to cover the short uh, flat route. And he, know, he realizes what the Jets are trying to do. He's reading the play, and he looks over, and he sees that post route. He leaves his short, receiver, short, short yard receiver guy right. and, and runs back <laughs> to help that this man coverage on a post that is going to be open if he doesn't get back there, and he does, and then he's got, and then he's in position to make the interception. He that wasn't part of the defensive scheme. No, it wasn't. But I, but you know, aside from his athleticism to be able to get from his guy over to the other the guy speed, and make the interception, yeah, the speed he has. You know, it's also just it just shows like how skilled he is in play recognition and to it, understand what's intelli- about to happen. The intelligence that's there. And then make the, and then make the play. Yeah, the intelligence. Yeah, it, was, exactly. it, it really was incredible because even the, even the announcers for the game were like, he recognized what was about to happen, he put himself in a position to make a play, and he did it. Right, and, and, and the fact that, the, think about the thought process there. He's like, I could stay on this guy, and if I, you know, if they throw it to him, whatever, it's like five yards. If I leave and I go help, over there really fast and say I left him by himself and then Mike White sees it and then he throws it to that guy. The, the, the amount of damage done by that little short throw that maybe turns into a first down because, you know, he left him wide open, you know, and then they, they make a tackle later on. Right. Uh, is way less damage than that 50-yard 
bomb that Mike White was trying to connect on on the post. Exactly. You know, so yeah. <laughs> so so he just kind of was like lesser of two evils here. I'm going to help the deep guy. Right. And yeah. and, and and he did. And it, it, per- it played it perfectly. Yeah. Exactly. And I was just I was so impressed by that. Oh, I was. I was, like, too. I was like, how do you see like that? Yeah, when I was watching the replay, I was like, dude, wow. Mm-hmm. Like he made a similar similar play last season at my at Miami where he was playing on the flats and then realized real quick that oh no, they're going deep and he undercut the route and made the interception just like that and I'm like this guy knows how to read uh, what's going on. Oh yeah, he's he's looking at the quarterback, he's looking at at the the route, not just only the guy he's supposed to cover but all the receivers, especially on his side of the field. Yeah, and, and he's know. understanding where the ball's going to go before it even happens. I don't know how you see a field like that. I don't either. Especially like, when you're standing over there in the corner position. He must watch film like Yeah, well, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> you know what uh what cracks me up? Uh, uh I'm not the hugest Gronk fan. Uh I I like him. Uh, I just he put a bad taste in my mouth when he when he elbowed uh, Trey White in the back of the head. Yeah, that was uncalled for. Yeah, so I mean, that sticks with me. But I've been trying to put it in the past only because there's times where he he does crack me up. And the one time he did Those was uh, are funny. on the on the uh, the Manning cast when he when he was joking around saying he doesn't watch film. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was funny because <laughs> they're like you know they're talking about who's like oh I don't watch film. <laughs> <laughs> I don't watch film. Film watches me. Yeah, and he's like, I don't what watch. What does that even mean? No, he's like, I don't watch film. I just, I, you know, <laughs> what? Who watches film? And he's like, he's like, I just, I just try to run past guys, and it seems to be working. <laughs> 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 and then, like, everyone believed him. Like, they thought he was being serious. Like, I mean, the Mannings laughed and stuff, but like, some of like the fans and everybody was like, oh, Rob, Rob, or in the media too, like, oh, Gronkowski doesn't watch film. And I'm like, come on, oh my. <laughs> But even yeah, but pretty sure it's a requirement. I, and like, not right, only yeah, that, I'm he, pretty sure it is. Not too. only that, he got asked about it. He's like, "Of course, I watch film. It was a joke. Like, yeah. <laughs> like you, you have to. Every player should. And I believe, especially like with the coaches, you got to break down every. They always break down last week's game mm-hmm. and go over the film. So even even if you don't personally sit down at home and watch film, the coaches are going to put it on for you to You're watch film. Going to watch film, yeah. yeah. So like, it's it's uh, it was just the. A ridiculous uh, accusation. It was just a, he was making a funny joke. I thought it was hilarious. I, I didn't even see the episode, but I kind of <laughs> wish it did. Now that would have been awesome. No, I don't watch film. But <laughs> just been trying to run past people, and it seems to be working. Yeah, but I was about to make the argument too, though. Like even if he didn't, like even if that was true, and he all, he's not totally wrong. If you do run past your guy, and Tom watches film, so <laughs> yeah. Tom's gonna throw it to you. Like you just better be open to make a play. Like that's... maybe maybe he just has Tom like give him the Spark Notes version. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Hey, uh, hey, uh, hey, Rob! I, I here's this week's game film. I already edited out all the stuff you don't want to see, like defense. So um, <laughs> yeah, there you go. It's like three minutes of film there. Yeah. It's only this plays that you're on the field for, and especially only the ones that I uh, didn't throw to you. So um, yeah, those those are out too. I cut those out. <laughs> just the ones I threw to you. So really, it just says uh, you know like, and then it's over. It's just. The theme song's in there. I know you like the theme song. Yeah, I know it fires you up. So, uh, but, uh, but anyways, um, so I think I think that's it for football this week. It is. I mean, uh, we could get into more, you know, and and we go on and on and on. But I mean, that's just really, I it, we're t- you know we're still trying to figure out like really what the identity is here. And yeah, and true. sports is fun. Sports is fun to talk about. But uh, you got some other topics here that I was I found very interesting. Uh, you were talking to me the other day about uh, college and never being too old. 
Um, yeah, it's never, you, you're never too old to go back to college. Like, I don't know if anybody listens, is listening to this that, you know, is thinking about maybe going back to school. And that's maybe you are, maybe you aren't, whatever. But you Nana's out there. You hear that? <laughs> it's never too late to go back to school. That, and I, I'm serious because I, so I'm in school right now. I'm actually getting my master's in logistics. And um, last semester I had, there was one of my classmates was a, like a 57 year old man who was also in the same program to get his, I think he actually graduated last semester too. But you know, like it just proved to me that you're never too old to get a degree. Yeah, I, th- I think it does depend on what it exactly is that you want to do with your life. I mean, I, I, I feel like uh, there, was a, there was a time, I think I was 25, and I was thinking about trying to be a lawyer. And uh, I, I probably still could have did it. I could do it now, uh, only because, you know, but the only problem is, is like that. I think that's like eight years of school. Yeah, well, it's not only that. Because you've got to get a bachelor's degree, and then you've got to go to law school. Yeah, and not only that too, but so like even if you went to I don't know, let's let's just say University of Buffalo for example, um, and got a degree in, and I assume that they have a law program or some type of undergraduate sure. law program or something right. like that. I don't know, criminal justice. We'll just say for an example. I don't know if that's a prereq or not. Don't quote me on that. I'm just kind of speculating here. But then yeah, so you do your your four years. It's you know because it's the University of Buffalo. It's not too expensive. You know, maybe you incur a, a $30,000, $35,000 debt just for that. But then you go to law school, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's like another, what, four to six years or so of schooling. Right. Of schooling. And it's not cheap. And especially if you get into a good law school like Harvard or, or Yale or, you know, one of those Ivy League schools. And it's just like now you're accruing hundreds of thousands of debt. And then, and then not only that, when you finally – when you finally pass the bar exam, uh, I never pass. I never pass the bar, Mike. <laughs> I'm just. I'm just saying. <laughs> when you finally pass the bar exam, uh, you you still have to decide whether you're going to just like be like a lawyer by yourself, or like join a firm, or do like some intern something somewhere and it's not easy because you're also competing with everybody else you just graduated with plus everybody else that graduated that same year with from all those other schools that I've, you know that are on the list so it, it's same thing with doctors you so, know like, also the point i'm trying to make if i'm making any sense here is just if you it's not too late to go back to school but be smart about what you're going back to school for that's, yes that is very true and and obviously I mean, if, don't get me wrong. We're not saying don't be doctors, don't be lawyers. If you want to be a doctor and you want to be a lawyer and you're, I don't know, 25, 30, 35 years old, well, I mean, if that's what you want to do that'll make you happy, go do it. And life's too short. I mean, like, who, like, who cares if you become a doctor at 40-some years old? Sure. Yeah. You still, get, you still got plenty of time to be a doctor at that point in your life. Right. Just, you know, make sure you pay your bill. <laughs> what? School bill. That yeah, that, that's none of our business. I, I know. I know. <laughs> I know. I know. I'm just a joke. But I mean, but exactly. Like, if you, if that's what makes you happy and that's what you want to do with your life, by all means, go out there and 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 reach for your goal, man. Carpe Get, diem, man. Yeah, seize, seize the, the day. day. <laughs> In English class, I remember reading that uh, the dead dead, po- dead poet society. society. Yeah. I remember reading that and then uh, watching the movie, and I was Good like, movie, Robin me. Robin Williams, man. Oh, Captain, my Captain. I miss that guy. I do, too. Yeah, it's That's too soon for that's, him. That was the start for Ethan Hawke right there. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, what's funny is I saw uh, on Jimmy Kimmel Live, uh, <laughs> uh, celebrities read mean tweets. 
Oh, yeah. <laughs> and and the, Ethan Hawke was on there one time, and they're like, Ethan Hawke's like a guy where, like, he just kind of slipped through the cracks, you know? Like, he's not really a good actor, but he's in movies, and everyone's just kind of like, okay. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yes. But, like, if you think about it, like, the movies he's in, he's, he's good, but it's, I've never, like... Wow. Yeah, and, and not only that, but like, even if he is like in a star role or one of the star roles, yeah, it's you're not. It seems like there's another actor in a different star role that kind of just overshadows him. Well, in, uh, my favorite movie he's ever in is Training Day, and Training Day is just one of the best movies there ever was. That was a good movie. And uh, but yeah, I think he's outperformed by Denzel Washington by far. But again, it's Denzel Washington. <laughs> you know? like, yeah. Good luck, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. But he did he did play a very, very good character. Uh, he did he did great in that. I, I, but like it, he, he was just kind of like a supporting role, you know. It's kind of, it's, that, so I, I speaking, like, of, speaking I, of which, uh, all you folks out there thinking about going to school to be acting actors and actresses, hey, ooh, just remember, wait, you're to, never too old. Wait, wait to turn it right back down to the topic. <laughs> Bam! <laughs> you're, we're all thinking inside the box, and you're out there playing a little game called What If. I'm just trying to encourage people to reach for the stars. If that's for, what they want. No one wants to hear that. <laughs> they want you to be honest with them, man. <laughs> well, I'll, okay, all right. If you want, then don't comment on my Twitter what you, what I think because I'll be honest with you. <laughs> I, I am being honest. I, I just think, I think that the point you're making is absolutely correct. I just think that you should be smart about what it is you go back to school well, for. I'm, well, yeah, and the, the point the point I'm trying to make is like you said, like yeah, if you want to go be a lawyer, you want to go to be a doctor, it's fine. Do that. Just know it is going to be a long time. Yeah, have some realistic expectations for yourself before you make the decision to do so. Right. Once you commit, good luck. Right, exactly. But hey, uh, I think though, as in, it almost should be this way anyway. So, so my opinion anyway, because uh, like I, I, I only I only did like I think two years of college and uh, it was like on and off too. It wasn't even anything spectacular. Uh, but with that being said, what I was trying to say is like, uh, if I was going to decide to go back, I would definitely put some thought into it. And really though, I think now at my age at 30, I would have a better understanding of what it is that I'm good at and what I would thrive in. And I would probably be able to make a better decision now at, at my age, uh, of what I would really want to do. So, yeah. so I think sometimes it's not a bad thing to wait. Right, yeah, no, like it's funny too because I know a lot of uh, I know a lot of parents out there um, who think to themselves like you college know, right after, away, yeah, college right, yeah away. right after high school you're going to college. It's like okay, well I get it. You want your child to go and get and further their education and you know succeed and then get that degree and immediately roll right into a great job and hope that they make something of themselves. But at the same time, like you're right, like some for some people I think it's smart to wait. You know, like get out into the real world. Make a little bit of money. Think about what you really want to do before you commit to it, because once you commit to it, that's what you're, that's what you're stuck with. Well, not only that. I mean, I feel like I've created a career for myself now, and that was without that was out without a degree. You know. Well, and that's the other thing too is sometimes you don't necessarily need a degree to make a career of yourself. Like uh, just as your perfect example. But but the point I'm trying to make with that though is now I've I've had enough jobs to where I've had enough jobs to where I know. Um, <laughs> Uh, I, I haven't had enough jobs and enough experience to know what I'm good at and what uh, what I could thrive at doing. So that would make that would make me have, probably be able to make a better decision on what it is I'd want to do. Right. 
So I think sometimes going out in the workforce is not a bad idea. No, just it's kinda, not. Yeah, just to kind of see what your skill sets are. You, yeah, there you go. Because you might, you might want to be an actor or an actress, but then you might I, find out. You ain't so good at it. Yeah, you might, you might get in front of that camera for the first time and you're and twiddling they, your thumbs because you, you forgot all your lines. Or deer in the headlight, just... Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, frozen. Yeah, just, oh yeah. Ah. Yeah. And then next thing you know, you get hit by a truck because you're in the actual road, not on stage. Line. <laughs> Line. <laughs> and then they're like, they're like, all you had to say was, "What? <laughs> How are you messing this up? This is take 26." <laughs> all right, but um, but yeah. So uh, think about it. And and like uh, speaking of you know like you're, you're you know so now you're in college, uh, a lot of things that go hand in hand with college is usually that's where most people find that special someone. Um, oh yeah. Or or the or multiple. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, no, uh, I I think that actually I think dating gets harder the older you get. I agree, actually. It's, it's a struggle. It's a challenge. Because there's, I mean, when you're young, there's, you know, there's a lot of things that you don't know. A lot of things that you are figuring out for yourself. But, but you're also naive. So it's, and it's, that's what I was getting at. So it's like, a lot easier to just go right along with somebody and have a great time and, and, you know, and really just believe in the BS, you know? Yeah. I think nowadays it's a lot harder because you, you, you've seen a thing or two. And uh, so... You don't take a lot of things at face value anymore. I know. Now you need farmer's insurance just for dating. <laughs> I've seen a thing or two about a thing or two. <laughs> I know. I want that guy to follow me around. <laughs> right? I want him to be like, hey, um, that is not a good idea. We've seen it. We've covered it. <laughs> don't do that. Yeah. Trust me. You, that's not. Nope. Red flag. <laughs> yep. She colors outside the lines in a coloring book. <laughs> Red flag. <laughs> Red flag. <laughs> and she don't even care. And she don't care. Like, I care. <laughs> I, See, and that's how you know it's not. I happen. outline. <laughs> I do. <laughs> I know there's already a black line there, but then I put the color that I'm going to use, and I outline that. Yeah. And, I, <laughs> and then, so then that, therefore, I have an extra set of lines to not color outside. I made of. the barrier. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I built a wall, so to speak. <laughs> speaking of walls. <laughs> speaking of walls, though. That's what I'm saying. Yep. That's that's exactly it. Everyone's got, got walls, walls up. You know what's you know what the wall is? Is their cell phone. That is a pretty big wall. That is. is a very big wall. Cause, yeah, I mean, there's this little tiny box full of circuits and wires and whatnot just has so much power. Right. I, I always hear someone be like, I love my cell phone. Why don't you marry it? All right? <laughs> Why don't you marry that thing? Cause, cause hey, you, if you the, ask nicely, I'm sure Siri will say yes. <laughs> well, I, feel, I, feel like, I feel like everyone is kind of married to their phone. You buy it, and, it, and it's, it's, you're kind of married to it for like two years at a time <laughs> they're little mini marriages yeah <laughs> but but i mean but going back to you know cell phones ruining relationships yeah <clears throat> I, I there's just, think, just so much information that they can access through a cell phone i just think it's important i think it's just important phone. to put it down sometimes and the only the other thing too about uh about cell phones and dating is that like there's just like you said access to information everywhere but not only that though uh temptation Temptation yeah. with the cell phone is just insane. It is. It, now, at this point, now the fact that you can connect with almost anyone anywhere at any time, uh, the, the pool expands. Which, don't get me wrong, that is an awesome technological advancement. But yes, there, now, great power comes great responsibility. 
Jeez. All right, Uncle Ben. Um, That's true, though. <laughs> and it is. It is a good statement. Uh, but like you know how it's just like everyone's like, oh, well, there's you know there's plenty of fish in the sea. That's what everyone always says. There's well, a nap for that. Too, well, probably. yeah, plenty of fish. <laughs> I know, but that's but that's like a saying like my parents would tell me after like a breakup when I was a teenager. You yeah. know, there's other fish in the sea. And then like, but at the time, cell phones weren't as advanced, so like. The other fish in the sea were still, was still a pretty small pond for me. Yeah, and you still <laughs> had like, to go and ask them for right, their number. Right, it wasn't like <laughs> right, it wasn't like I was swimming in the ocean. I was in a, I was in a pond. <laughs> you know, yeah, like, right. like, like <laughs> so, so yeah, there was other fish, but it's like eh, let's hold off on the sea part. Like, <laughs> like definitely a smaller body of water. Yeah, <laughs> and then now, now we're all in the great big ocean yeah. with our cell phones. Yeah, well, not even, not even just cell phones, but laptops. Tablets, like even freaking smartwatches. Mm-hmm. Like you're so much. There's so much. There's so many devices out there with the technology to interact with other human beings on a massive scale. Now and, I wasn't on a date this one time. I was actually with a buddy of mine, and this is funny. Uh, I I don't have a smartwatch. Uh, oh, I. But uh, <laughs> this is great. Uh, he kept looking at his wrist though, and like playing with his watch, and I'm like. I'm like, what? What are you doing? I'm like, dude. And I told him the time. I'm like, I'm like, it's it's like 10:30. Like, why do you keep? I'm like, you constantly look at your watch. And he like laughed at me. He's like, I'm texting. And I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> you're gonna answer phone calls on these watches. You sit there talking to your wrist like you're a freaking spy or something. I was just laughing because like I had no idea that it was a smartwatch. I didn't even like I, I didn't pay too too much, too much attention to it. Uh, it didn't look like a Fitbit or anything. It looked like a regular watch. So. Yeah. And then and then there he is, like constantly, and I'm like, I'm like, what are you doing? Like, and then I, I told him what time it was. He's like, I know what time it is. He's like, I gotta watch. And like you're, up, I'm like, you're constantly looking at it. He's like, yeah, I'm, I'm texting, and I'm like, oh my god, <laughs> just another apparatus <laughs> to text. On. Yeah, but I, exactly my point though. Like, you just there's. <laughs> There's so much out there now in today's world that tempts you into doing something wrong. Well, it, that's that was the point I was trying to make. Is like you can constantly get caught up in like if you just there's times where I just put the thing down, man. I can't even. I'm just like, okay, that's enough. Like I, I gotta just like do something that has nothing to do with my phone. Well, the other side of that double-edged sword too is like sometimes you don't even have to do anything wrong. You could, but because of the stuff that's on your phone that you may not even be aware of, or maybe not have intended it to be a certain way, like it gets perceived that way, and you're still in trouble. Could be, could be. Uh, you know, I, I'm really not. That's not what I'm getting at. I think what I'm. No, I, no, I know that. I'm yeah. just saying though. Like, there's, there's more than one problem, I guess, that you could happen from with with your phone. Yeah. Well, and it's funny too, because like now the way the world works, it's like that's how you've met the person though too. I, yeah, and that was the other thing I was going to say too. Like, like it's just. Now it's almost, and especially with the pandemic, that's almost a necessity to meet people. And what's funny about that too is though, like sometimes your dynamic and texting can be fantastic, but then you're then when you're finally in a room with that person, it's like the 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 banter, the back and forth banter, or like the connection you had on texting, not even there. I feel like not, I have the opposite problem. Not even there. I feel like I can't get anywhere with texting, but the second I'm like actually face to face person, I do a lot better than I expected. <laughs> I don't know. Man, this is me. I mean, you hang out with me enough, you you know, you know how I am. So yeah, I mean, it's it's very well possible, but I usually don't go on dates with you. Well, no, I mean, it'd be weird. <laughs> Maybe 
maybe next time I'll just put an earpiece in and just have you talk to me the whole time and I'll just oh spit it out there. Trust me, I wouldn't be. I would probably wouldn't be able to tell you anything better to say. I feel like that would turn into a really bad episode it's, of Practical Jokers. You just like, just like it always turns out bad. You ever watch any show ever that they do that? <laughs> it's horrible. Yeah. It's horrible. <laughs> I kind of want to try it once now just to see what <laughs> see if it actually works. Bang! Oh my knee. No, not if it would work. Just to see what kind of stupid shit you would tell me to say. Oh yeah. <laughs> Bang! Oh my knee. Oh my knee. No, I mean not you. But but all right, I'm good. Oh man, but um, but yeah, I mean it's and not only that too, but I also think that that because people nowadays are always on their phone and communicating over the phone, that they don't know how to socialize with people in person. I, I agree with that, but I also think that uh, because of like the the standards that are put out there now these days and like and then like i said how how you have access to almost anyone anywhere um your stand people's standards are unrealistically high yes i agree and i'm not attacking a, a specific gender here. no no no, no i all. understand no, I'm not I, I mean this as a broad spectrum right. like like yes. men have higher higher standards than they should have women have higher standards than they should have right right and, no, and whatever yes. other yeah, maybe gender. we probably should have voiced that earlier that we this is for everybody this isn't just for right this is a group thing like yeah i'm not saying that this is how women are acting i'm saying this is everybody yes and and you're right it does go both ways but you know but again at the same time it's 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 very real because especially with dating apps like i can't remember where i saw it i, I don't know if it was a, a news article i read or if it was just something that i came across on facebook i honestly can't Oh no! It was a uh, it was a survey. That's what it was. There was a <clears> survey that, it, that I think they they put it out to like uh, a thousand men or whatever, um, and a thousand women. And okay. they basically had like a bunch of I think they had like fifty profile pictures or whatever listed in the survey. And it says rank the you know rank these people from one to ten on how you how attracted they are to you. And apparent so and there was when the results came out, um, it was for the for the thousand men that you know voted on the fifty women. Or whatever it came out very relatively fair in terms of how they ranked you know one through ten all these women which i know for some people out there they would disagree with ranking but this is this is a scientific study so and i didn't do it i'm just <laughs> commenting on what i read it was i was not in charge of the study yeah so <laughs> however you feel about it i don't care i'm disclaimer. just saying disclaimer <laughs> like take it up with the article or whoever wrote it i'm just i'm just we had no business reading it addison <laughs> Apparently not. Yeah. Anyways, um, but then, like, on the female side, when they ranked the men, the, sci- the study came back that they were very, like, unfair to the way that it was, that they, the men were ranked. Like, most of them were, like, a, a seven, six or seven or below. Okay. And even the ones that actually were probably realistically ranked higher. But, because hmm. I, I don't know how they figured that part out. But maybe that was just their own but maybe twist just, on it. But, but maybe that's just proof of what I'm saying, that standards have changed. Well, and that's what they were getting in the article, because they also pointed out, too, that 80% of the people that are on dating apps nowadays are men. So, even like... By far. Yeah, so like the, tw- the other 20% that are women, they they feel like... Or any, any gender they identify as, anyways. They, they, but yeah, they, they it's almost like their standards have skyrocketed because... On those dating apps, they can't because they have the choice. They but a lot of times, I feel like those profiles aren't real. It, well, and that's the other thing I was getting at too, because the article does talk about, um, you know, the the actual the factual or whether the information is actually factual on the dating profile. And in, and in a lot of cases, I, I can't remember the percentage off the top of my head, but 
it was a very high percentage that the information wasn't all accurate. So that some parts, if not all of it, was false. Right. And then my thing is this, too. It's like if, if not saying that anyone that goes on apps like this it doesn't have anything to offer. I, that, that is not at all what I'm saying. No. But what not. I'm about to say is that, like, there's some people that, like, just have no business being on a dating app. I, like, there's just there's times where it's like, okay. Do they really need an app? Like, <laughs> they could probably get a date with someone at a coffee shop if they just went in and like, got a got a coffee and asked for someone's number. Boom, Even if done. they just literally rolled out of bed, put their hair in a bun, right? Or, or, or you know, the guy know. puts his pants on and walks outside. And exactly. Like, it yeah. sees the neighbor without <laughs> even showering. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. Some people just are like, like and in that, they're gifted, you know. Yeah. And you know, that's just, unfortunately life isn't fair. It's just the way life is. Like some people. Are benefit in other ways than others. And those are the profiles that I'm like, eh. <laughs> like yeah, I, this is really that person. <laughs> and that's it. Yeah. Yeah. Another thing is how many fake profiles are And the catfishing. Oh, man. Listen, I'm going to put this out to anybody listening if you're on a dating site or a dating app. Um, if you're like looking at somebody's profile and it has like some weird Snapchat, like add my snap with like a bunch of squiggly symbols and stuff. And then are you it, telling us from experience? Yes. <laughs> I'm just, it's, it's, it's definitely a fake profile. Oh, yeah, yeah. Hey, I was young once, okay? I learned shit the hard way. Okay? I, learned like, it, I learned it the hard way. But you know what? <laughs> now I know. That's right. Now you know. So, if you don't know, now you know. <laughs> yeah, but just be careful who you talk to, because much like the real world, you don't really know who it is you're talking to until you, you know, obviously spent the time to get to know them. Right. And, in, and in many cases, especially with the online world, that's a lot harder to do. Oh, they can tell you anything. They anyone, can, anyone and, can and, they, anything. and they don't have to prove any of it because they're not sitting right there next to you. No, no. So, uh, and, and, you know, like, it's almost like, uh, I feel like that's where pictures or it didn't happen came from. Yeah. You know, <laughs> you know it's like, it's like I just don't, what I'm trying to say is don't take everything at, at face value. Uh, almost, and that's kind of what the point I was trying to get at is like, that's why everything's changed so much. I don't ever take anything at face value anymore. And maybe that's a flaw. Well, but it's like, well, I don't know if it's a flaw. It's, I mean, it's not just dating sites that have done that damage. It's also just the cult, the world's culture right now, and in, in, in the total, like you, can, you almost don't believe anybody anymore because they can say anything they want and back it up with something else that somebody said or wrote an article about, and it's just on the internet. And maybe it's, a, it's just a defense mechanism that everyone, as you get older, you just get, I shouldn't even say a defense mechanism. I think it's the older you get, the smarter you get, or the more experienced you get. So you're like, you so you're a little bit wiser about like, well. Uh, you know, I, these are nice words, but anyone can say that they're this type of person or that type of person, but you're going to have to spend time with them and actually figure it out. Right. Uh, yes. And, that, and make that, 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 uh, that decision for yourself if they're who they say they are. And, uh, and the other thing about that, too, is like, you know, it's important to have the social interactions. I know that, there's, that because of the pandemic, everybody's all worried about like, seeing people face to face and spreading COVID and all that. You know what? You believe what you want to believe with that, but when it comes down to like meeting somebody, you have to put that kind of time and effort in. You can't just talk on the phone the whole time and explain. No, you'll never actually get to know that person. No, ever. and and like you said, they can they can have a completely fake life and just tell you about it for years, and and then when you, you finally see, see who they are, if you ever do, you you might quickly learn like that you just wasted all that time. Yeah. So uh, and it could be a lot of time. It, it could be, yeah. Like so, I mean, absolutely. Spend some time with people. 
Get to get to know them, get to learn about them, and then make your decision. You make an educated decision. I, I, I say if that person's not willing to make time to hang out with you within like a week or two weeks or three weeks of to at least go on that first date, uh, move on. Yeah, I think that's fair. I would, I would, I think three weeks is a good, good window. If you can't, if you can't carve out two hours to go get dinner for yeah, breakfast for or whatever, one date, yeah, in three weeks, then, just a date. Then maybe you should be dating. Right, or like, how many people? How many other people's time are you wasting? Yeah, and and I get it. Like, there's people out there whose careers are their priorities, and that's fine. There's people out there who, you know, just if it's not about if they're not at work or spending time with family, or they just have that hobby that they're so passionate about, and that's okay. But but again, it comes down to personal responsibility and personal accountability where do do I have time right now or am I going to make time right now to meet somebody and, and then I think that's where I'll wrap it up here is that exactly exactly so I, I think with uh, you should know where you're at in your life and if like think like I think a lot of times it takes a, it's a good thing to sit back and be like hey uh, would I want to date me you know yeah. Uh, and, and then think but then really truly break down like what your life is like and see if you even have the time for a relationship, and then if you don't, uh, just be honest with people. I think I think the, it would be so much easier uh, these days in the, in that realm if you're just honest, uh, right. instead of yeah. stringing somebody along until they finally fade away. Because sometimes some people are persistent and they don't give up. I know. So they need that hint. They need to, and some some also don't know how to take a hint. So you, you literally have to tell them, "Hey, I'm not interested." Like so. So there's times where I think. It would, that would go really far if it was like in the first four days or the first week and you're like, you know what? I, th- I thought about it. I just don't want to date somebody right now. I mean, even if it's specifically you, I don't want to date. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, just be, like, yeah. just be honest. And, and like, you know, everyone should be able to be uh, professional about it. Like, it's not the end of the world. Okay, well, you know, that person just doesn't see it working for you. And then you should be able to accept that. And yeah, at least they didn't waste three months of your life. Right, or, you should be thankful yeah. for someone who just tells you it straight out instead of wasting your time. Because then you think to yourself, like, you can't get that time back. Right. You can't. I mean, I'm sure that there could probably could have been moments that were fun and stuff. But yeah. it's like, and is it going to sting a little bit? Oh, yeah, sure. But but like, be thankful that they they didn't make you waste any more moments of your life on them. Right. Right. Yes. And I know for a lot of people, that's easier said than done. Like. You know, there's there's plenty of people out there who just are not comfortable with being, you know, upfront, especially if they think it's going to hurt the other person. And that, and I get that, but you know, just at the it. end of the day, like that <laughs> is that is the nicer thing to do. Trust me, it might be harder just do to it. do, but it's in the long run, it is definitely the nicer thing to do. Because just if do you it. do string them along for that year, I'll let you I'll, go ahead. Just do it. Just do it. Yeah. Do it. <laughs> do it. Just do it. If you do string them along go for ahead, that ahead, year, or however long it is. <laughs> yeah. What pop the trunk? Do it. Just do it. <laughs> Get the new car smell. <laughs> but if you but if you waste that person's time and you string them along for however long it is, right? Like that's just gonna hurt them so much more. Because, yeah. Because you got because you're gonna have all that time that they think that they're building something with you, but in the back of your mind, you're just you're just like no. And you're just you're hoping that you do something that causes them to break up with you, or that it's just going to go away, or even worse, you just stop talking altogether, and then they start oh, wondering the go- what the heck happened. The old ghost it, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Don't get me wrong, I, I'm not. I mean, everybody's guilty of ghosting. <laughs> the old, the old ghost it. 
but you know, <laughs> at least if you're gonna ghost too early, do it. <laughs> if you're gonna, if you're gonna ghost, block them on everything. Yeah, <laughs> don't, and don't ever contact them again. <laughs> don't like Just if, be you're done. Gonna, if you're gonna ghost, ghost correctly. Make them think you died. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if we gotta go that far. No, no. I'm but just like, kidding, just but... blocked on everything. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, you know what? Uh, speaking of that, we were. I think we had talked about this a little bit, and then I looked out the window, and it's snowing. <laughs> you know, I'm I'm okay with that. Yeah, I know. I, I we we actually have a hobby of snowboarding, so it's really not that big of a deal as far as finally, you know, we get my, we got something to do. Yeah. What I, what I like is that. Uh, well, with uh, me and Addison anyway, and then Brett's going to join us uh, next year or next season uh, to play some football. I like I like being able to do that when the, when the weather's good, being able to play in the, that football league that we play in, and then also like so th- we got that we got that hobby for when the weather's good, right? And then and then now you know when the, when the snow falls, it's like a lot of people are like, well, now what? And I'll tell you what, snowboarding is a blast. Oh, it's so much fun. Don't get me wrong, it it kicks your butt. Like, oh, it's yeah. definitely physically demanding, but it's so much fun. Well, I also felt like I lost a little bit of weight. When we were doing that, only because yeah. it was just like you don't realize how much calories you're burning, and like you spend a long time out there. Yeah. Uh, and and you, not only are you like getting a workout in going down the hill, but your body is also fighting off the cold. So you like it's it's I don't want to say it's working in overdrive, but it's it's a different kind of workout that any than you're used well, to. Well, as you and I have have uh, have experienced too, it's like it's important to take a break, get something to eat, hydrate, you know, get get refueled again. Uh, and get and get back out there, like, yeah, and, then, and then crush a couple of beers so that <laughs> you fall down. It doesn't hurt as bad. Well, I said hydrate. <laughs> Touche. <laughs> uh, but but yeah, no, I, I'm just saying, like, it is important. I, I mean, it is important, like, in the middle to like, just you know, for a second, refuel. Yeah, man. and and hey, more power to all those who can be on the hill all day <laughs> long. But for me, after like six hours, I <laughs> yo, I need I'm a, done, man. I need a break. Yeah, agreed. <laughs> At least a break, if not done. Usually, like after three hours, I need a break. Did you remember the last season? Oh man, I needed a break after that one awful wipeout. Yeah, it was. Oh, dude. <laughs> Even the old guy came out. And was like, hey, man, you okay? <laughs> you face planted right at the bottom of the hill. <laughs> I tried turning and I turned a little too hard, and then the the board <laughs> dug into the snow, and I just I went I went airborne. <laughs> Luckily, my chin broke my fall on the, on the your snow. chin and your shoulder. I had my shoulder, and then I just did a somersault. <laughs> oh, I'm the worst friend. I'm laughing because everyone hit my head, but I was serious. And I just laid there for a minute. I really had to recoup. That's like, what I was like. Oh crap, he's down. Like I don't even know. What happened? I knew it was gonna hurt because I was like, you, "You ever like wipe out where you're, you're in midair and you know this isn't good?" <laughs> it's all, it's like in the movies when like they stop it and it's just like, "Okay, I already, I know that this is about to suck a lot. <laughs> this is bad." <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, that's that's where I was at. That's a real it's life a, thing though. Like if you're in a in a if you're having a moment like that, it almost feels like time does. Slow it did down. slow down. It did. As soon as I was airborne, I knew I, it felt like slow motion. Yeah, and I was like. And I go, oh shit! <laughs> and then I poof, like face planted and somersaulted, and I was like, and then as I lay there on my back, I'm like, yep, it was as bad as I thought it was gonna be. <laughs> that was. I, I really wish I caught that on film. That I mean, too, awesome. actually, only because like it, just the fact that we could probably post it with this post. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh. Luckily, I was wearing a helmet, so I don't think I was concussed. I'm really not. I really don't think I was. 
Yeah. But I could have been close. <laughs> Actually, I think you were close because you like when you got up, you were like, dude, I need a break. Like, oh, I, I, need, I need to sit out the next hill because I, <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't I might have a concussion. Yeah, like, that is okay, what I said. Well, I'm going to go up. That, I'll, be, I'll be back. That's exactly what I said. I was like, I may have a concussion. It, it could be worse. You could have been that kid that was literally like had his head buried in the snow and his <laughs> legs were still there kicking. I don't even know how old that kid was, but he couldn't get his helmet out of the snow. He was so, <laughs> his head weighed too much because of the helmet. <laughs> <laughs> he was like three, maybe. Yeah, Falling on his helmet, yeah, and then it wouldn't though. come out of the snow. <laughs> his little legs are just kicking. Yeah. Uh, we're we're mean. We're bullies. Um, and then so yeah, so winter. I mean, it's great. And then you know what we always do? It starts snowing. Winter hits in Buffalo. It's getting closer to Christmas. What does everyone do on Christmas? They drink. Uh, and Duh. and as far as far as that goes, dude, on, on the internet. Like on Facebook mostly, I'll see like some of the nastiest beer flavors or combinations. Of, like, why do people think that this is what someone wants to drink? Like, I, I'm I'm just an old school beer guy. Like, I just really just enjoy like cold the, a, a cold one. Like, you know, your 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 domestic stuff. I don't mind going to a brewery and and, and you know finding a good beer. Yeah, and, and don't get me wrong, like. Like craft beer, brewery tours, and whatnot. Like they yeah, do I, a lot of like they do some exotic flavors too to try to test the water. But the exotic flavors sometimes I'm just like, what? Like, oh, like, I know. Like there was this one I saw. It was I was like peanut butter and bananas. I'm sorry, what? Peanut butter and bananas. Now, okay, I'll tell you this. What that I sounds tr- like a sandwich, Mike. Would I try it? Maybe. But I'll I, try it. I, but I just don't think it would be good. I just don't. It could, well, think about it in a in a beer flavor. Well, I don't know. I mean, I feel like the banana would be good. How are they going to get rid of, you know, like the hops taste, though? Because cause that's not, uh, that's not, like, you can't just, any, any beer that I've tasted, even, even the, the bush apple, which is really good. It is. It they is did really amazing. Say, they, they did amazing with that. But it still tastes like a beer. You're yeah. still going to taste the beer regardless. So, so would you want peanut butter and banana in your beer? You know, would you, would you, okay, here, how about this? Would you put your beer in a blender with peanut butter and banana? I feel like if I answer this question, you're going to look at me with, like, disgust. I'm already, because I feel like this is where you're going. You're going to say yes to me. Yes, I am. Yes. And I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. Uh, one, because, you know. <laughs> that's right. That's literally my protein shake, Mike. So, you know that's what? Li- <laughs> I can't say, like, one of my favorite phrases right now, because it is a little too explicit. But. <laughs> You know what? Screw it. I'm gonna try it. I'll try anything once. But I literally drink this before I go to the gym. <laughs> no, I, beer, peanut butter, and banana. Well, I mean, yeah. where's Brett? I, like, I need the protein. The, the protein. I know. No, products. we don't need to hear his <laughs> protein shake. No, I need for the gym. I, I want him. It'll be a salad, Mike. I want, I want him. In, do we need to put spinach in this peanut butter and banana beer smoothie? <laughs> <laughs> And green beans for the fiber. I just, that's all I want to know. <laughs> Sorry, Brett. I know you're not even here to defend yourself right now, but. Uh, no, but the re- so the reason why I say I would try that is because I've actually, so when I was, in, when I was living in Germany, uh, I did go to this brewery once and they had this, uh, this banana flavored beer. Okay. Which sounds disgusting, but it was it incredible. It, I don't know how they did it, but they, it, it was, it tasted like bananas and it tasted like beer, but. It was the best parts of both. Shit was bananas. Oh, it was amazing. 
Seriously, no, that <laughs> beer was incredible. Which, which, I I commend them for that. They definitely did did uh, did a great job brewing the, that beer. The other the other flavor uh, that I was like, mm, I I just I'm I'm hesitant. Uh, maple pancake. Maple pancake. <clears throat> yeah. You know I have not had the best luck with maple flavored drinks. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, I, I don't know if I would try that. No, I don't. I, I, what did we try that one time? It was, we, a, it was a Bud Light we, seltzer. We were at Brett's, yeah, and it was a maple pear. Yeah. It, ugh, uh, it was horrible. You, it, it was the, disgusting. The pear was very strong. It, yeah, but like... And so was the maple. Yeah, it was the worst parts of both, yeah. is what it was. And yeah. It was... Yo, it tasted, oh, it tasted like a maple pear, but it just... There's something off. I, I, the only reason why I finished it is because I bought them and I wasn't going to waste alcohol. But, oh, my God, was it hard to chug to force that down. It was terrible. Oh, man. It was absolutely hor- horrendous. They weren't all bad, though. Uh, I thought the rest of them were great. The apple the apple crisp was fantastic. Yeah, even the pumpkin spice was good. And the pumpkin spice was good, too. Yeah. Oh, and the s'mores. Yeah, that was surprising. Which I was worried about that. That, that, that was the one I was worried about, and then it ended up being the maple pear. Yeah, I know, but yeah. the, s'mores, the s'mores were, like, believe it or not, was actually... Pretty solid. Yeah. So if you if anybody out there if you buy the Bud Light Seltzer Fall Pack, just just toss the maple pears right off the bat. In <laughs> well, fact, so- in fact, or better yet, just sell them to like a buddy or something who's already drunk, so that way you can still get your money back for them. I think I think at one point because we did we basically day drank. Um, I did end up drinking one of those. <laughs> yeah. Kind of like well, I mean it's it's it doesn't matter anymore. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't even taste as bad as it, as it did before. Well. Okay, all right, let me rephrase. All right, let me rephrase. It, drink every other can in that pack and then drink the maple pear. So that way, by that point, you're already drunk and you don't, you don't, you don't, don't even taste it. You, you, don't, don't care. you don't care anymore. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> with, with that, though, too, I think the difference is that those are seltzers. So it's, it's, it's a little bit easier to, to get the flavor there. Because the point I'm trying to make yeah, is, that's that's, true. is that some of these, they're, they're beers. And it's like, again, like I can't wrap my head around getting rid of the hops taste. Yeah. At the yeah, end, the aftertaste. Well, so one of my favorite places to go to have, like, craft beer, and, and they do a lot of exotic flavors all the time, is the Windy Brew. Yeah, right Over, up on... Uh, on 28. Right, right on 28, yeah. yeah. It, first off, major shout-out. Beer's awesome. That is... That, you guys are, the, are, are awesome. I, like, <laughs> I was going to say the best, but to be honest, I haven't tried all the best. <laughs> I all, think all you the started beer. with the greatest and then went best. And yeah, then I, I had, like, three <laughs> different... Yeah, Let me uh, tell you I guys. In my head. You guys are something. <laughs> you, guys, yeah, you guys got a lot of gumption. <laughs> yeah, you do. <laughs> Place has got great beer and gumption. <laughs> but continue to add to that repertoire of yours, oh and God. and just like continue, you know, experimenting with beer. Because seriously, like I'm not even. I don't really like dark beer, but they got some really good dark beer there. So <laughs> okay. <laughs> I know you're still laughing about me using big words. Yeah, yeah, look at you. Look at you. Now we're too late to go back to school. That was awesome. Oh, man. But, uh, yeah, and so, I mean, with that, though, being said, dude, uh, I, maybe I'm just, maybe I'm the one that's just basic. About this, and like I always stick to the Bud Light, and I think it's just because I know once you know your flavor, it's really tough to go outside of it. I mean, don't, like I said, I've told, I've said before, I, I do try, I will try other beers, and I have, and you know, and it's not like I don't drink them, I will, uh, and 
you know, even the other domestic ones aren't horrible. I, I, know I have my least favorites, you know? All right, so let me ask you this then. If, God forbid, because honestly this would be like a major tragedy, Bud Light disappeared off the face of the earth tomorrow, what would be your next beer? Well, that would never happen. <laughs> I'm just kidding. That's why I said God forbid. <laughs> um, uh, I do really like, there's a Puerto Rican beer called Medialite. Very similar. I think, I think you meant Pedialyte, Mike. Oh, no. <laughs> no, no, it's, uh, it's uh, Medialyte. I'm probably saying it wrong. but um, Maybe. But uh, it has like the sun on it, and uh, it, it's very similar tasting to Bud Light. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like, dangerously close. Yeah, there was a... Uh, oh, God, where was I? Um, I was at this bar in Orchard Park a couple of weeks ago. And uh, God, uh, the birdhouse. That's where it was. I, went, I was at the birdhouse. Which, cool little place. But um, they had a bunch of like, beers like written on a chalkboard behind the bar. Like a bunch of craft beers and such. And I can't remember the name of this one beer. But it was a, it was a lager. And it tasted very much like Bud Light. It was, I think it was like Niagara Lager or something like that. I don't mm. know. It was really good. And I, that's like, that'd probably, I mean, if I could get a, like a keg of that, just like on repeat. Oh, yeah. Month, like, yeah. Or, or, well, I think they do. Uh, it's called a, um, an auger. Yeah, you can get an auger. It's like a big jar, like a giant jar of it. Yeah. It, you could. And you just put it in your fridge and then well, you just, when you, and that, then that when, might be, well, and then when you're ready to have some, you just pour yourself with glass. All right. Let's, I'll just be honest with everybody. Like, I'm, I would love to get that, but I'm a little too lazy for that. If, I, if Bud Light disappeared off the face of the earth, I'd probably just drink Blue Light or PBR. <laughs> or most occasions. Yeah, just like well, other, actually, probably most, other most domestics. Yeah. <laughs> um, even, well, I mean, Canadian there on the, uh, on the Molson. But. Yeah. I do have a quick funny story before we end this. Um, right. And uh, it's one of my favorite stories to tell because now that we're talking about beers, um, one of my one of my, one of my good friends, I won't name him by name, uh, and it's not you or Brett. Uh, Thank God. He was talking. About, he, he's kind of a a beer nerd, you know. Okay. And uh, we were sitting there having beers. He brought his craft beers over, and uh, it was good. You know, he had a few good craft beers there. And he was drinking them, and everything's fine. Well, you know, he runs out of beers. He had like six, I think. That's and, it. Uh, yeah. Well, I'm with him, you know. And I had plenty of beer at the house, so I'm like, well, you want a Bud Light? He's like, sure. You know, and I give him a Bud Light, and he starts drinking the Bud Light, and he goes, that's eh, pretty good. Like, you know, he's like, he's like, I don't mind Bud Light. He's like, but I really, like, I, I really enjoy a lager. And... Uh, <laughs> okay, I know. I pause. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I'm like, I look at him. I'm like, so you're a beer nerd, huh? <laughs> he's like, yeah. I'm like... You should probably read your can. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and, uh, and he's like, and it says right here, uh, Bud Light, lager beer. <laughs> and uh, and he, uh, his face got red, and he, laughed, he, started, he did laugh at himself. I'll give him that. Uh, he was a good sport about it, but we started, we, we had a good, a good chuckle for a bit <laughs> about that because it's like, what I really enjoy is a good lager. Like, that's probably why you like Bud Light, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, right on the can. I mean, can't miss it. Bud Light, lager beer. <laughs> well, I mean, it says that on your can. It's 16 ounce. Mine yeah. just says Bud Light. I got 12. <laughs> but, but, yeah. But if you're, if you're a beer nerd, you should know. 
You, you should, yeah, they don't, yes, you should. Like, okay, if you claim, if you claim to be. self-proclaimed to be a, yes. a beer nerd. Then you, de- yeah, you should know. And if you don't know, just be like, I'm going to figure this out, so that way when I say something about it. I don't sound like an idiot. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, because he was really bad talking about, like, earlier in the night, so that makes it even better. <laughs> I <was> like, <laughs> and the that fact that sad. I did give him one and he didn't hate it. Uh, which I've never really heard like bad results. Anyways, like any beer person that that does try to bash uh, Bud Light, they'll they'll they will. But it's like okay, but you could drink it. So funny story. Uh, sure. Um, it's not really a funny story because I got thrown out of the party afterwards. But um, <laughs> thrown into public. Nah, I was. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> no. Okay. So I was in Germany, and so and. I don't. For those of you that don't know, Germans are very, very like uh, bougie about their beer. Bougie, <laughs> mainly because Germany is like is one of the top beer brewer countries in the world. That they, they pride themselves on their on their beer making abilities. Like, and don't get me wrong, it's delicious. Right, a lot of it is very tasty. I believe that. But um, but yeah, so I went to a party with with a bunch of German people, and one of my buddies from the base, and uh, we brought well. I shouldn't say we. I brought Bud Light because, um, you know, I figured at the time, why not? And that's what you were going to drink. That's your beer. Yeah. And I figured I wanted to impress myself because I knew if I drank German beer and about seven or eight of them, I was going to be pretty pretty gone. Pretty gone, yeah. But with Bud Light, I could drink the whole 18-pack and be fine. <laughs> but it's always a safe bet. <laughs> yeah. Which, <laughs> it didn't even get to that point because I get there and, first off, I didn't like anybody that was there. They were all... Smug. Okay. They were very smug people. Not that, like, all Germans are like that, but they, these, just these, these people, people specifically yes. at this party, yes. Yes, okay. they were smug. So um, we got to talk in beer because, obviously, I showed, I'm the only idiot that showed up with American beer. And, of course, they all never had it before and wanted to try it. So I was like, yeah, go ahead. Try it. Try it. This is, like, yeah, one try of my out. favorite Why beers. Why, Why not? Uh, and they were like, all right, cool. So they tried it. And it's disgusting. This is the worst thing I've ever had. And it's super weak. Like, your beer sucks. And I'm like... Uh, you know, I you know. You almost, realize this is like one of the number one selling beers in America, right? But also, though, to, if I may, they didn't have a Budweiser. No, they do. No, no. Did did they try a Budweiser though? Yeah, they have because they they have Budweiser in Germany. Okay. Like, they can buy that in a German grocery store easily. Okay. They do have Bud. Because they don't thing, have Bud Light, but they do have Bud Heavy. I say Bud Heavy has a, a much more of a flavor. It does. I, I used to when I was when I was twenty one. I think twenty one, twenty two. You know when I when I didn't care about my weight so much because it was <laughs> a lot easier to just burn calories. Yeah. Um. I that's what I used to drink. I used to drink the Budweisers. I liked that over Bud Light. I thought that I think I still think it has a big a, a fuller flavor. I just feel full after three of them. Yeah, and that is like, that's kind of what they told me is that Bud Light just didn't. They, to them, it was like water, and I'm like, okay, I get it, because German beer is a lot heavier, it's a lot more alcohol in it, and also they serve it in like 20 ounce freaking bottles, and we're, or if not more, and we get ours served at 12 ounce cans. Ah, uh, yeah. I mean, this, this, I mean, it all makes sense. It's just you know, it's tough too, because you're dealing with someone with a, a country that prides himself on on beer, so it's like right, and it's not even just like the country. Like every town has, has all, their own brewery, pretty right? much. Yeah, yeah most yeah. of them. Like, I would argue probably 85 to 90 percent have their own breweries, so they just uh, you know they 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 pride themselves on it. They love brewing beer, and most of the time it really is delicious. 
But because yes. um, <laughs> I guess we'll have to look this up. Um, but like, which we should do like right now uh, is uh, is isn't Anheuser Busch German? <laughs> like like the, the the creators of Budweiser and Bud Light, or is it a complete American beer? Go, go, go ahead, yeah, go ahead, look it up, yeah. Because <laughs> it's just kind of that, that's what crossed my mind, and they're like they're bashing it, but it's like wait a minute, you know it. it it's funny because it, it does when you when you see it written out. It, does it sounds pretty out. German to me. <laughs> I mean, I know they're based out of St. Louis, Missouri, but um, but where did it originate? You know what I mean. Well, I, I'm wondering if like well, it originated I, there, but like maybe the guy that partnered up with Bush or who was owns German. it. It's pretty. <laughs> this sounds very German to me. It would just it would crack me up to know that, you know. <laughs> Everyone was. Everyone at that party was upset, but it's like you guys, somebody native from your land, makes this beer. <laughs> I just the irony in it, you know. I yeah. I, know. Uh, <laughs> so I gotta. I, I gotta dive deeper on this because this, this is some research. Some research is being done. Okay, so here we go. Right, I got it. Um, this is according to Google. So I don't take this with a grain of salt. But apparently Anheuser-Busch's roots date back to the mid-1800s when many German immigrants oh, came to St. Louis due to political upheavals in Germany. Getting a real German vibe here. Yeah. <laughs> and with the huge migration to Germans to St. Louis, the main industry in the area soon became brewing, which, go figure. Anheuser-Busch. So there you go. Anheuser-Busch. It's, it's a German American company, but... You know, German immigrants came over and essentially started. <laughs> and uh, here you are. And now here we are. Make, Germany is making fun of Bud Light. <laughs> That's what cracks me up. Honestly, the irony in this whole thing. <laughs> it does. It does. It does. It's like, well, I mean. Yeah, well, you can kind of blame the American <laughs> government for that, too, because the FDA put restrictions on beer brewing. You're sure it couldn't go over a certain percentage and all your, that stuff. Your ancestors are the ones that brewed this stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and now you're making fun of it. I know. God, if I had known that back then, I would. I definitely would have been thrown out of that respect party. Respect your elders. <laughs> just, just back. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <sighs> anyways, though. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, I digress. Those are two good stories. I really do. Uh, that, especially about beer. One of my favorite things. Favorite pastimes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but I think that's all we have uh, for for today's episode. I, this was I this is so. a I, this is a long talk, man, and I, I don't hate it. Uh, I, I think this is a lot of fun. Thanks for everyone that listens. Uh, you know, if you have comments, questions, or or anything that you want us to talk about, uh, new topics, or if you if you just enjoy listening, that's awesome too. Uh, but yeah, please, we appreciate the support. Yeah, please please throw it out there. I mean, seriously, we'll talk about anything, uh, almost anything. Yes, yeah, so <laughs> and. Uh, <laughs> and and uh, and if you everything is subject to review, but right. we will at least read your comment. Right. And we'll take it in consideration. And yes. if your topic, we'll even mention you if if you or if you want to stay anonymous, that's fine. But uh, you can always message us on Twitter, Facebook, anything. That being said, my Twitter is Mike Shimberski at M I K L two five three one, and I'm also on the Built in Buffalo Network, so it's really easy to find me. And Addison, go ahead. Uh, my Twitter is S-A-S-Z-U-M-I-G-A-L-A. That's it. No numbers. Right. 
And as far as, as far as Facebook's goes, Facebook goes, it's real easy. He's Stanley Shumagala, and I Stanley am Addison Stanley Addison Shumagala. I'm sorry. Uh-huh. And I'm just Mike Shimbersky. It's real yeah. simple. If you're already friends with me on Facebook, uh, it's super easy to get in touch with me. If you're not, uh, I recommend you go to my Twitter because I'm very selective with uh, people chatting with me on Facebook. It's a little more family-friendly for me. But, right. um, you know, again, not to beat a dead horse, Mike pretty much nailed it on the head. However, I just want to put it out there for anybody that might be thinking maybe you want to start a podcast on your own, talk about whatever you want. Uh, feel free to hit up anchor.fm. Uh, it's a very, very easy-to-use website where um, you can start a podcast. You can edit very, very easily on there. It took and, and, me and, like a day to figure it all out. Right, and not even that. If you, if you want to be a guest with us and just see what it's like to be on a podcast, I'm down with that too. Yeah, we definitely would be willing to, uh, to look into that and, and possibly bring on some fans. Yeah, so, sure. Why not? Um, but again, the best part too about Anchor is it's all free. All right, exactly. So, uh, feel free to, to look it up. Anchor, that's a, again, that's anchor.fm. It is a, uh, a website owned by Spotify. So um, anything that you record does it immediately go right to Spotify. But it is, again, very simple to use, very easy. And I highly encourage anybody out there that's considering starting a podcast to look it up. All right. And then and that's all we have for uh, Two Drinking Dads, One Drunk. Uh, th- again, thanks for listening. Go Bills. Go Bills.